This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Jack, it's so funny how much I want to be like, Happy Monday. Welcome back to the WOMED when, haha, surprise, we don't launch on Mondays anymore. It is, in fact, Friday. It's been like two years since we've launched on Mondays. So, like, where's your brain at? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's like muscle memory. This is like mouth memory. I will say, I do really love launching. I love ha- having our new episodes on Fridays, though. I think Mondays can just be too. really like heavy, you know, kind of stressful, overwhelming day. So I think by the time Friday rolls around, it's like, I know at least for me personally, I love having kind of a more upbeat, fun podcast to listen to on Friday. So I hope that that's what we bring people. Fingers crossed, right? On that happy, upbeat, positive note, abortion rights were on the ballot today in Ohio and probably several other states as well. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I love living in a super liberal state where it's like, I like sometimes I can be naive to some of this, but please fill fill me in. Fill us all in. So I've been linking up with Protect Choice Ohio. And initially, Ohio tried to do this like super shady shit where they held a like super fast, super quick, like didn't really announce it much election in an off time, like a month ago, right before we went to Majorca, I voted that day and to try and make it so that any future amendments had to pass with a 60% majority, not just more than half. Yeah. Um, I mean, for real. So Everyone basically came out to vote no to that, knowing that abortion rights were coming up on the ballot today. But they made everything super confusing. So, like, issue one you had to vote was to, like, change this law, right? So you had to vote no in August. Today, you had to vote yes on issue one. So it's like there's been a lot of, like, trying to get that word out but we had to go and collect at least like 400,000 signatures shout out to like everyone who is out there with their petitions getting all the signatures to get abortion rights on the ballot you guys are freaking heroes because we did it with like almost 800,000 signatures which is phenomenal like all over the state of Ohio so we have abortion health care abortion rights on the ballot today that we voted on we have no results in yet i am like it's like 759 and i am like refreshing my phone already uh, <laughs> i know i think i just i've literally mixed up a little like magnesium cocktail for myself that i'm sipping through this so i can just like pass out into oblivion tonight and hopefully wake up with good news and hopefully, hopefully wake, up, wake with up with good news fingers crossed so yeah that was my morning uh, wait i just i like just zoned out because i like forget that ohio is even like what like, this is even happening in Ohio. Like, come on, Ohio. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's the major universities in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Like, I just forget that it's even a question. Like, what? Yeah. So it's actually, it's very similar when I looked at the breakdown of the state for, like, who voted what. It was very similar to living in Tennessee. So you have 
Memphis. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Nashville. Knoxville, which were like the little blue purplish spots on the map surrounded by red. Then I'm looking in, <laughs> I'm looking at the map of Ohio and it's like basically the same thing. You've got Cincinnati, you've got Columbus, you've got Cleveland who are like the blue spots in a sea of red. But those are the most densely populated cities, which account right, for right, right. the largest votes. So <sighs> that's what makes like Ohio such a tricky little swing state she's a little swingy bitch sometimes god damn you ohio come on get on the right side everybody here's ohio here's hoping because you know as soon as i changed my address and like moved up here like my voter registration was the first thing that i signed up for you're a good girl what an active citizen love love that for you yeah good girl i have my i have my i voted sticker and everyone at work did too what else is going on in the life of Danny? What else is going on? Let's see. There's been some not so great news, but I've posted about this. My friend Haley, she was on my season of The Bachelor, was recently diagnosed with AML about eight <laughs> weeks ago. And what the fuck? I know, I know. She was one of my favorite people on the show. I literally remember going to a rose ceremony and she's like, God, honestly, I don't really like him that much. I'm fine to go home. I hope I get sent home. <laughs> she knew what she was talking about. She knew. To, you know, she yeah. knew. But she's absolutely gorgeous. She's so funny. And I'm going to link her GoFundMe in the show notes. It's The GoFundMe links are super hard. It's like GoFundMe.0F7. You know, it, it's not like an easy link to just say. So the link for that, if you are able to send any little bit of money you know, her way. Her treatments are like $5,000 a treatment. Her mom had to quit work and like move there to take care of her. And she has a ton of support, but we all know, especially in this field, that cancer treatments are ridiculously expensive. So, Well, Danielle, thanks for the reminder that our healthcare system sucks are <laughs> in multiple ways from not funding people's fucking treatments to not providing accessible abortions. Thanks I know. I really reminder. took it down. I really took it down this way. No, Friday. you didn't. No, <laughs> it's not taking it down. It's like a nice little like pep in the step to, you know, continue to stay active in your community, stay active in voting and stay active in helping where you can. I think t- right now is a, obviously a time where we can feel really overwhelmed and helpless at times. And I hope that these are just little reminders for people to support, provide compassion and, you know, support where you can. So thanks for including both of those things. Oh, thank you, honey. Look for the helpers. Ugh, my heart. It's a heavy time. It's a heavy time. And so we are hoping to bring a little bit of a lighter episode today. Just one of our classic Q&As that we haven't done in quite a while. The last Q&A we did was kind of directed specifically towards nursing students. And we've been getting a lot of requests to just answer just some plain old questions. Um, We've been getting a lot of submissions from everything to career advice to egg freezing to how to handle a breakup. So hopefully we can, (laughs) I don't know if we're qualified to give you answers on all of these, but we are going to try. try. Yeah, we're going to try. Do we want to start with like egg freezing stuff since that's Let's start with egg freezing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I really loved our episode, like 
was it our very first episode with Lauren Mackler, the CEO, and just hearing her story of why co-fertility and like building that company was so important to her and her personal journey with it. I love that episode. So many people found our episode with Dr. Ulcha really helpful because he broke down, you know, we talked through our meds, we talked through our lab values. So from like the more like brainy scientific aspect of egg freezing. I feel like that one was really helpful. And he was so cute, Jack. The like one good part about my egg freezing experience. (laughs) The whole, okay, that was context. The whole experience of egg freezing with Dr. Ultra was awesome. He was amazing. I've actually referred a couple of friends to him that are in New York. And he was so funny when he came out. And like, I'm like just waking up. And he's like, oh my God, you didn't tell me my episode came out. Like, I listened. It was so good. It was a great episode. It was a really good episode. Such an informative episode. Such an informative episode. So smart. So caring. Really great doc. I know we're lucky to have such great, you know, I know we, we've gotten a few questions just, you know, in general about the egg freezing. And uh, honestly, we have so many great resources. We're just going to direct everyone to those episodes, specifically all of our episodes that have to do with egg freezing. I, I want to just check in really quick because we have been getting so many questions. Just overall, how are you feeling since the process? How long has it been now? It's been like almost like five-ish. Like, we're like... Four and a half-ish months. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I feel like my body is back to normal. That could be... (laughs) I'm feeling more like myself post-breakup, which we will get to. I don't know if I'm remotely qualified to try and help someone get through a breakup, but I will try my best. But separating that from the egg freezing aspect, I feel like me. I mean, like, you know, we talked about this. There's like kind of hard to figure out what was absolute gutting heartbreak and what was the emotional Mm. toll of like coming down off the hormones. So I don't know that I can really speak into that clearly because it was all kind of a jumbled mess for me. Mm -hmm. But I feel really good now, personally. I feel like deep. D's back. She's happy. She's in a good spot. She is loving work, loving life, and loving all the people in it. So amazing. What about you? I feel, oh my gosh, this is like, because it's been three months. This is really unlike me. I feel like very removed from it now. Like it feels like something mm-hmm. that I did that's just like in a box. And it's like, I don't really think about it ever anymore like I sometimes I even just forget I'm like oh wow I forgot that like I have little eggs just like chilling literally chilling literally chilling somewhere like that's really nice it's such like a which I guess is a good thing like it's kind of like you know it's just something that I think if if you're in the right place where it's something that you can do for yourself that it doesn't have to be this you know thing that's gonna affect your entire year like it's gonna Mm -hmm. you know hopefully it's just something that you can do for yourself it's gonna take a few weeks it might take a few months and then when you're done you've got eggs yeah it's kind of nice yeah it's like a nice little safety net in the the back of my mind I I genuinely Mm -hmm. don't think about it I really don't yeah is that weird like do you think no I don't really really think about it I don't really think about it. I think about it from the aspect of when I start like a new relationship that I'm so happy Mm -hmm. I have 
these eggs that it's like that pressure isn't there anymore. You know, I don't feel that like I feel a lot of relief because I'm like, I had that, you know, my mom went through early menopause. I had that hanging over my head. I've like crossed that mark. My body's still moving and doing all the things it's supposed to do. But I also have eggs on ice, little D's on ice. Amazing. If I ever need them. Right. Exactly. So. Yeah, exactly. I don't really think about it as much anymore. And that honestly feels really fucking good. I'm with you. Like, I'm with you. I think like the idea of maybe revisiting, like, would I ever want to freeze more? Like, do this yeah. all again. I know that that's not something I even want to think about for like maybe another eight months. Like I told myself I would revisit that idea in a year, like a year mm-hmm. later. So I'm kind of just like putting it on the back burner thinking about literally everything else I got going on in my life and just like so grateful when I do think about it. Like when I do think about it, I'm just so grateful. That's a good way to put it, I guess. I love it. Okay. Should we move on to the next topic? Yes. Let's do it. Okay. Okay, let's do it. Sorry, this one's like this one's like making me laugh, like because it's so fucking relatable and like it I is just, so relatable. Oh, oh, poor, um, poor person that wrote in. I know, like I feel their pain. I, oh my gosh, <laughs> they wrote in. I am ready to give up nursing. I'm tired. I'm burnt out, but I'm terrified because healthcare is all I know. And I'm like. <laughs> I'm sorry well, I don't mean to laugh I, I don't I'm mean to laughing laugh. because like literally say like we've all been there like yeah and yeah. good news good news for you there are so many freaking avenues within healthcare that don't involve bedside nursing yeah I think like good for you the first step is awareness the first step <laughs> like, honestly, is accepting you're tired <laughs> it's knowing that you have a problem but no, I actually that think that that's that's really good that you're like, maybe that is like the first step. You're realizing that like, I'm ready. That's a big step. I'm mm-hmm. ready to give up on, maybe not completely give up on nursing, but like, I'm ready to make a change. And I think that that's wonderful. So, yeah. so good for you. What's like the first piece of advice you would give this person? I would tell them to kind of sit down and like brainstorm different things that they could see themselves doing different things that they are good at, things that sound like fun, things that are lucrative, you know, like put some things in different columns. And like, I swear to you, you will find some interconnectedness unless you're just like, I hate healthcare. I never want to (laughs) see another patient again. Hey, you also don't have to, and you can still use your nursing degree and do like insurance stuff. You can do med sales. You can do drug sales. You can right. You can do home research. health. Like, you can do research. There's so many avenues that like you might enjoy a heck of a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. What about you? I agree. I think that's a really great advice. Like take some time to reflect. And then, you know, on this podcast, we love to say that manifestation is, is so real. So I real. think if you take some time to just reflect, think about what your other interests are. And kind of let the universe speak to you. Like if you listen to the last, not the last episode, but two episodes ago when I interviewed my twin sister, Nicole, about how That's she changed her That's one of my favorite episodes from, ever. And I'm, uh, I'm so glad it. you liked it. We did really miss you though. We we all missed you, especially Nicole. She was like genuinely pissed at me that you were not there. She was genuinely pissed. <laughs> this just means we need to have another Chicago to girls trip. 
I agree. And another yeah. episode with her because I think yes. that definitely needs to be a part two. So if you listen to that episode, she points out that, you know, she kind of put some feelers out there, almost like begging, like, please give me a sign of switching from ICU to midwifery. And the universe granted her three pregnant patients in one week in the ICU. I think that if you kind of start putting feelers out there that maybe you are ready for a change, that you're interested in something else, you know, start looking things up on Google, start sending some random emails to contacts of people and just kind of wait and see what happens like you might be surprised once you start opening your eyes the opportunities that might just start to come towards you and I think the biggest takeaway that I took from that episode with Nicole about changing your path or changing careers whether it's in healthcare or not is that your career in healthcare is always going to be there for you your nursing job it ain't going anywhere so take the risk when you find the opportunity if it feels right even if you're scared Take the risk because you can always go right on back to your nursing job. You can. That door is always going to be open for you. Always. It's like a little safety blanket. So on that note, I want to like build off of that because someone okay. else that submitted a question said tips for starting a side hustle. What about like maybe the person that you. <laughs> yeah, you've started this podcast? I mean, okay, fair, fair. But you're like the queen you of literally started this podcast. But is the yeah, podcast a like, business? I do think. I guess it is. Yes, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is a business. Well, I'm sorry. What? Like, what? The fuck? I business. <laughs> okay, this is for then. May, let me rephrase. This is maybe okay. for the person that is not ready to give up on their career. Like maybe they find mm-hmm. their career super rewarding, or maybe they don't, and they're just not ready to make that switch, but they want to you know, add something on as a side hustle that maybe eventually could go full time, maybe not, maybe it's just a passion project. I mean, you started the WOMED for a reason. I did. Why did you feel the need to start a side hustle and what's some advice that you would give someone? So I guess that's kind of twofold because the WOMED came at a time when I was like this other person who wrote in and was like, I'm ready to give up nursing. I emotionally, and I've said it before, could not wrap another child up and take them down to the morgue. I just point blank couldn't do it anymore. So I was going to live off with some social media stuff, and but I knew I needed something that was going to keep my brain busy. And I mean, everyone that I knew was starting bachelor podcasts. Obviously, like that just didn't really resonate with me. I'm like, I don't want to be just like everybody else. I want to speak into what I know and what I love. And what I love has always been trying to, you know, bring other women, bring other people to the table. And I just really leaned into that. I found Danny. Danny came into my life in a really dark time and brought so much joy and light to it. And I basically kind of forced her into the podcast with me to create it. And at first, it was just kind of something to stay busy with while I figured out my next step. But I was, you know, very lucky, very privileged in that I could, I had other income from social media, which I guess is a side hustle in itself that I didn't really anticipate having. I don't know. I feel like I can't really speak into. I can speak into building the podcast, but I can't exactly speak into building like a true side hustle because I feel like you are the brain behind Riot Healers and you have another company that you're going to be launching that you just built. Like you really Mm -hmm. leaned into that like super artistic creative side of you to build these companies. And 
Mm. I'm just forever in awe and impressed by you and love everything that you're doing. (laughs) So I I mean, I really (laughs) needed that today. Thank you. I was working on this new business of mine, like since 7am this morning, just like grinding on the computer. And it was like one mm-hmm. of those days where you're like, why am I doing this? Like, is this is just going to flop? Like, why? But you know? why are you doing it? I know. So th- I appreciate you saying that because um, I hope that I can give some fresh, well, not fresh, but like some relatable advice maybe to this as someone who I've, you know, I've started side hustles since I was like in college. I was like, painting things on Etsy and like selling them for extra money. I was renting out a spare bedroom on Airbnb. Like I was the queen of side hustles. But <laughs> I think I really I think that there's like two reasons why people find themselves in side hustles. I think one it's because you know you want to start one and like you either want an extra form of income or you see something that like something that you could see yourself making extra money doing. And then I think there's other people who kind of fall backwards and somehow accidentally find themselves creating a side hustle because I feel it just like started me. as a passion project. Yeah. And that's kind of how Raya Healer started for me as well. Like, you know, you started your podcast. I started Raya Healers. I didn't think I was going to like make any money. I, it was like, a, just like and then a, blew outlet, a place for, you know, self-expression and all of these, all of these things. So And one's not better than the other. My new business is not so much like that. It's like the other way. It's like I see more of an opportunity to use my strengths to create a sort of business. So I think one, like kind of figuring out, you know, if you have an idea, starting to get really clear on what that could look like. And I think a little tidbit of advice I have is that it may not be super clear in the beginning. It might be that random idea that you get when you're in the shower or when you're driving to work and you just had your morning coffee and all of a sudden like that spark of an idea comes in. Put that in a note in your phone and don't forget about it. Come back to that idea because I think sometimes we come up with ideas and we just so easily just like brush them off and don't follow up on them. Once you kind of have this idea you know, whatever the side hustle is. And I think what's great, you know, for our listeners that people are that are in healthcare, we have so many unique talents. And whether or not you're in healthcare or not, we all have so many unique things to bring to the world. So if you're not really, maybe you're not sure where to start, start thinking about what you bring to the table in a very unique way. Like what makes you, you, what makes you stand out? What's that thing that you could sit on Google and Google about for days on days and read books and books and documentaries. And what's that thing that you could just never get sick of? Maybe that's where your side hustle is. And from there, I think it can feel really overwhelming. Like you have no idea where to start. Anyone who started a a side hustle at some point has felt like this. Some resources I would say are one, go over to Zen Business. They make it really Mm -hmm. easy for you to figure out how to create an LLC, how to get all of your documents in order, how to like get insurance, Squarespace and Shopify are both great resources for starting a website. You do not have to be like a tech savvy person to start a website. There's so many resources on YouTube and like free resources or just like cheap resources that you can get on Etsy that will help kind of like niche you down and, you know, figure out if if you want to sell something, if you want to sell a product or a service or start a podcast, like there's so many resources for you. And then just a few more like snippets of advice. Cause I, I wish someone would have told, maybe I did get this advice when I was kind of just getting started out and they really stuck with me and they have like stayed with me 
through starting another business now. One is to find people that you look up to or admire that are kind of already doing what you're, what you want to do. And I don't mean to say that in a way that like you're going to copy what they're doing. I don't want you to copy them, but I think it's really important to see, to believe that what you want to do is possible. So if you want to start a podcast, well, look, Danielle is here living proof that you could be a NICU nurse and just start a podcast, right? If you know, you want to get involved in politics and you think that that might be, you know, your little side way of kind of getting somewhere, find someone that is a nurse that's already doing that, that can like kind of set that framework for you to believe that you can kind of follow in their footsteps. And then probably the biggest piece of advice I have is you're never going to feel like whatever you have is, is good enough. You're never going to feel like it's ready to launch. You're never going to feel like you're qualified to talk about what you're talking about in the beginning. You're always going to find excuses to like keep pushing it off and keep saying like, I don't want to do this. This is dumb. People are going to think I'm dumb. It's normal to feel like that. Do not listen. Do not give into those thoughts and just keep going and put your thing out there because honestly who gives a fuck and one day you could be living off your side hustle and flying all around the world and it's not going to be worth that little fear in the back of your mind of what is um Susie Q from middle school going to think about this like fuck Susie Q from middle school who cares <laughs> start your side hustle I that's love all that. I have to say about that <laughs> okay moving on Check. period mic drop done Uh, ready for the big one? <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Advice for a breakup is the question. Advice for a breakup, everyone. Breakup, divorce, you know, grief is going to follow you no matter what. I was actually thinking about this this morning, how I just feel like I'm in such a good place now. And it was very difficult to get here. I mean, like that is arguably the most difficult and like painful breakup I've been through. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, I lost my fiance. That was excruciating. This was excruciating. And I'm not a psychologist. I will not pretend to be. I couldn't tell you why feeling that like level of pain again made it feel that much worse. But as you and like so many of my friends reminded me, like it's going to get better. Like you are going to feel better. And slowly over time, I really did. Like I reached out for a lot of support. I saw my personal therapist uh, weekly. I started seeing a therapist for more trauma specific based therapy. And I talked to my doctor. I got on Lexapro. And then I've actually weaned myself off and been feeling really good. Like, uh, I felt very ready. And I was thinking this morning, circle back to that, how one of my friends, like, this has just always stuck with me. And it's really hard to think about in the moment, obviously, when you are just trying to get through the day and survive. But she said to me like years ago, 
why would you want to be with somebody that doesn't want you? And it's blunt. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to hear. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Why, like, why would you want to be with somebody that doesn't want to be with you? And I just feel really good being in that spot where I'm like, yeah, fuck that. Life's too short. I don't want to feel like that. I want to be with somebody that appreciates me, that is excited to see me every single day. You know, like I'm just, I'm just ready to actually step into what I'm worth. Yeah. And like, I feel, I feel like I'm there. I really, I'm really thankful for all the friends in my life, especially you. Thank you, my darling. And my therapist and having like the medical resources that I needed. And it's mm-hmm. okay to like feel super fucking weak and lean on the people that you need. I think that's like my biggest advice. Like, and I feel like I have been like making it through this breakup faster because I've done so much work prior to the breakup, prior mm-hmm. to even you know, meeting Michael. I mean, like I was in therapy for like a year and a half before I even met him. And I've been on like a journey there to really heal and try and break, you know, these patterns and stuff that I have. So therapy, that's like the best way to heal for a breakup. Yeah. Therapy. God bless therapy. My God. Yeah. Love you, Katie. When I was... (laughs) When I was going through my divorce, I had two therapists at one time. I mean, I do too. <laughs> Literally had two. And like, I agree. I mean, therapy is like, it's also really nice, I think, in a breakup to have someone removed from the situation because mm-hmm. when you go to your friends and family for advice, they're going to have- You feel like a broken have, record. Yeah. And they're going to bring their own biases and like what they want to happen and like they want to protect you. So they're going to, you know, feel a certain way. I agree. Mm-hmm. Therapy is really just, well, you know, and let me say too, you really have handled all of this with like such grace. And I know it has been an extremely hard time in the beginning, but I really can see you coming out on the better, like for the better now. And it's like, you're starting to come back to yourself and it's just so beautiful to see. I love you so much. Oh my God. I love you too. And just like, also just have a best friend, like, you know, or me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hopefully you have one because hot damn, it is hard. Or an army. Breakups are so yes. hard. Breakups They're are so, so hard. hard. And they suck. And it's like when you're in it, there is no convincing you. You're like, no. nope, this is actually the worst feeling that you could ever have with the entire world. And nothing mm-hmm. you say is going to make it better. And mm-hmm. actually, I'm not going to get better. Actually, I'm not. Actually, I'm not going to find happiness. Like you get, you you convince yourself so much when you're in Yes. That like that acute phase of the breakup where you're like, no, like I'm actually going to be alone forever. Yeah. Like, no, it's just wild. And then you have like over time, you know, it's been now a year and a half, two years now. I'm like, I can't even do the math. It was last summer. No, La- two summers yeah, ago. Not last summer, but the summer, but the summer before, before the divorce was finalized. Yes. So it's been like a year and a half since the divorce was finalized. It's been like, honestly, not that much longer since I, it's been about almost two years. I'd say two years since I like, I was separated and like started Mm -hmm. this journey of like going through a breakup and divorce. And 
wow, I don't even know where to start if I were to give, give advice. I think looking back, like the things that I'm most grateful that I did, a few things. One, I think it's super important to give yourself time to grieve mm-hmm. and time to process. Um, I know a lot of people jump into like really serious relationships right after you know, being in these like long term year long, you know, years of relationship. And I don't think that that does anyone justice. So like taking, for me, like taking time for myself was so necessary to get back to those like core values of like, well, what do I actually want? Who am I actually? Like, why did this not work? And what do I want instead? Instead of being like clouded with all of these like, guys, you know? Um, So for me, you know, I was really fortunate in that I was at a time in my career where I could just like fuck right off to Italy for four months. And (laughs) because you did. (laughs) No, I know. Like literally that was such a saving grace. Like, thank you, Jesus. Um, No, that was amazing. If you can take a trip, if you can like get some space, saved my life. I do think there's like some, nothing like that a trip. That was a life changing. And I think trip. what's important to know about that trip is that it, the trip is not always going to be easy. It's not going to no. be this like super, just, it's not going to just be fun and relaxing and like carefree. While I hope it is some of those things, you're going to have moments where you're going to miss the person. You're going to have moments where you're going to wonder what happened, where you're going to be sad, where you're going to be lonely. You're going to feel isolated, but like, so important i think if you can just like fuck off to europe or anywhere (laughs) (laughs) okay so one do that the next advice i have would be i came up with this when i was thinking about this earlier today keep it classy and keep it moving babe keep it classy (laughs) and keep it moving like you don't know what is gonna get thrown in your face after this breakup I'm going to keep it classy over here. I'm not going to tell details, but I'm just going to say, you are going to find out some things. And you know what you got to do? You got to keep it classy and you keep it moving because you deserve so much more than that. And you need to keep showing the universe. You need to keep putting your energy into, you know what? I know I deserved more than that. Mm -hmm. And when you keep in that energy of like, just putting it in the rear view mirror and saying, thank fucking God, I actually didn't end up in this path because God has something yes. so much better in store for me. Mm-hmm. Like keep that energy going, make your decisions based on that energy, go on dates later on based on that energy, take trips based on that energy, make career decisions on that energy. And the world is going to give you so many gifts. And I know it's Truly. so hard. Like I said, like, in those moments is so hard after a breakup, but do not stoop to that level. If there is a level that needs to be stooped to, do not stoop and keep it moving. Just keep it moving. Keep moving forward. Keep applying for the new job. Keep, you know, starting the new business, finish that degree. Just keep moving. Keep moving forward. That's what I would say. I, I fucking love you so much, but it's, it's so, it's so true. And we talk about this a lot. We talk about manifestation. We talk about stuff like that. And once you've just let go and release like what you could have had for what you deserve, 
Yeah. Like there have been so many things. It's like God, the universe, whatever just went, nope, this isn't good yep. for you. Here's this. Here's this. Here's yeah. This. Exactly. I feel right now like uh, there are just like people and things and opportunities just like pouring into me right now. And I am yep. just so grateful. Yeah. I do, it's like, you're just, yeah. thank you. Thank you universe. And I see that yeah. with you too. And I, I actually called this like, you did uh, you know, call it not to give not to give details, but when Danielle was like going through it, I literally was just like, she was handling it so well. And I just was almost like laughing. I was like, you know what, Danielle, like, I don't even feel bad for you because <laughs> I know the universe is going to reward you so big so soon. Like it's going to happen really fast for you. That's um, all I'm saying. I also, this was really, really good advice that you gave me. Because I did, I had so much anxiety and just like fear and like anger, so much anger. And like, I hate feeling anger, but it's so necessary to feel. But you're like, you told me that you were talking to your therapist and you're like, I'm doing like yoga, I'm doing all this stuff and it's just Mm -hmm. not helping. It's not making me feel better. These normal things that used to make me feel better were not making you feel better. And I can't tell you how many times, like I literally, I, I bought boxing gloves off of Amazon and there's a punching bag in my gym. Yeah. I just went to down and just like that, like anger and that energy has to come out somewhere. I ran up and down and up and down these flights of stairs in my apartment building. Cause I was just like, like mm-hmm. felt like I was coming out of my body. And I, I just yeah. needed to get that energy out in not a relaxing way. Like yoga was not going to, yoga was not going to cut it for me. In some of those moments. I remember yeah. my, you're right. My therapist did tell me that. And I remember mm-hmm. when you were going through it, it's like, it's so true because yoga is not going to do any good for anger. You need to get yeah. those emotions out. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, yoga might be good for like when you're feeling like maybe depressed or a little bit of anxiety, but when you're feeling angry or like you can't, you're like restless. Like sitting and meditating may not help you. <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> so that's love that. I'm I'm gonna yeah. I should invest in some boxing gloves, honestly, just like it's fun for life, honestly. Just I, to get out I mean, like you just, you just you just gotta do it. <laughs> you gotta do it. You just gotta do it. I'll try. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Well, hope that helps anyone going through a breakup. I promise there is another side. <laughs> also, to be magnetic, you also recommended that the like yeah. rock bottom courses and stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. The rock bottom course of to be magnetic. That's actually where the keep it classy comes from. Is like it's mm-hmm. something I learned from that workshop. It was like do not stoop to that energy. Like do not yeah. stoop. Like you are going to be so much better off, and you are going to yeah. look back with so much pride in how you handled yourself. And like that advice, like really was probably my number one of going through a breakup, like just keeping it classy. I agree. Yeah. Too You're going to want to swallow show notes. a lot mm-hmm. of things mm-hmm. and yeah. you kind of have to. So I hope that that helps. Well, first of all, I hope that you're not going through a heartbreaking breakup, but if yeah, you are, I hope I really, that. I don't want to, I don't wish that on my worst <laughs> enemy. Right, right before enemy, the holidays. But- like, Girls, boys, like it's cuffing season. <laughs> no, I really hope you're not going through a breakup right before the holidays. So if you yeah. are, um, bless your soul, we're here for you. So we want to end this episode on a lighter note. Let's chat just one more thing, Danny. What is something 
fun in your life or something exciting that you are doing, something you're looking forward Mm -hmm. to as we head Mm -hmm. into the weekend or as we head into the new year? I I mean, like, I feel like the universe is really giving right now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There's those rock bottoms, baby. Once you hit those rock bottoms. Yeah. (laughs) It's all coming in. The universe is giving. There's just like a lot of fun stuff coming up. There's a lot of fun travel. We have LA, going to see like a bunch of friends. Oh, I'm really, I'm really pumped for LA and the Endwall Conference. We're going to sit and record with a lot of brilliant people and fun people. So I'm like super stoked about that. But as we go into the, into the new year, I am just so happy and excited that I feel like me. Mm. And I'm just Mm going to kind of keep carrying that. I don't know if that's going to make anyone else feel better, but I feel really freaking good being myself. There are really amazing, wonderful, kind, incredible, funny people in my life. And I'm just very grateful for that. And there's a lot of newness and I'm excited to explore all the new. I'm excited for you to do that too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Well, I don't want, yeah. Well, okay. I'm also extremely excited for LA. I can't wait. Uh, We're going to meet so many amazing like new people and new conversations, but also I'm excited to just have some time with you again. Mm -hmm. Um, And to see one of my really good friends move to LA recently. And so you and I are going to get to see her. I can't wait. I know. I can't wait either. I'm so excited to see her. So it'll just be nice, like have a weekend of connection and um, get into like some warm weather because it's been like already really shitty here in Chicago. So I'm excited (laughs) for that. You know what? That's a, this is a really good, I'm really glad that someone asked this, like, that we're taking a moment to think about this because I have definitely been getting caught up in like a little bit of a grind, which I don't love. Like I'm trying to launch this new business. And I think, you know, to be honest, like just every, you know, again, like I'm so privileged. I'm not trying to play a pity card. Like I'm, that's not what I'm trying to say, but obviously the, the events going on in the world have just been so, I don't know, really weighing on me heavily as I know they are yeah. so many people. And obviously yeah. I'm extremely privileged. Like I'm in no immediate I'm no danger whatsoever but it's just you know it's just been a heavy time and so I think maybe my goal will be you know trying to I actually listened to this podcast the other day that was really wonderful about trying to practice more mindfulness and building peace within yourself to be a better instrument for peace and activism in the world around you so I guess like something that I I really want to work on into the new year is continuing to just like establish my own mindfulness practice and kind of like work through different feelings that are coming up with the world and, you know, with the holidays coming up is always kind of like a stressful time and, you know, continuing to try to find gratitude in little things because there's so, so much to be grateful for. So yeah, I think that that's not like a perfect answer. I'm kind of like in the middle of that. So I guess that's like me putting an intention out there of something that I hope that will be fun. <laughs> On on an actual fun note, I'm going to Rome in December for a wedding. So I'm very excited for that. 
That's going to so, be so yeah. cool. Wait, are we going to be able to spend it. New Year's Eve together this year? Because we've been on a streak. Ooh, we have been on a streak. I didn't even think about it. Let's, yeah. let's plan ahead. Let's start planning that. Let's start okay. planning that. Because I need, apparently I need something else to look forward to. So I'm excited for that. <laughs> let's do that. Well, I hope that everyone loved this Q&A episode. They are usually our favorite to record. So I love thank you so these. much for, oh, aren't they just, they're just so fun. I love all the questions that people submit. I love getting to sit down with you. Um, I hope that this was a little refreshing and just fun addition to your Friday. We are so grateful for every listen, download, rate, review. It means the absolute world to us. You know where to catch us every Friday. On that note, WOMED out. <laughs>